Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, this is Let's Talk About Myths, baby. I'm Liv, and I'm sorry to all of you who have been listening on Spotify. I'm hoping beyond hope that by the time this episode drops, I have Spotify fixed. But it's really been a bitch, and I'm so sorry that you're behind on episodes because of it. 
This episode may be releasing a little bit late because of this issue. I'm going to kind of see how it goes. Basically, kind of everything is broken right now and hopefully that at least fixes. Believe me, it's stressing me out more than it's bothering you. It's giving me anxiety just typing this intro, so I'm not going to delve any deeper into the issues with Spotify, and I'll just hope everything is solved by the time you're hearing this. Anyway, I'm back with another episode in the special series on the Zodiac Constellations. Next up is Old Sagittarius. Mini-Myth, Zodiac Constellations, Chiron, Trainer to the Stars, Sagittarius. The centaur Chiron is an ancient soul. While some say that he is in fact one of the centaurs brought about by the story of Ixion and Nephili that I told so recently, the more well-known and more likely story is that Chiron is actually the son of none other than the castrator-in-chief, Cronus. On the island of Philera, Cronus met up with a woman also named Philera. She's the daughter of Oceanus, and so she's a Nereid, and just as ancient as Cronus himself. On that island, they have sex, obviously, because this is Greek mythology. But they're interrupted by Rhea, Cronus's wife. Surprised by Rhea, Cronus transforms himself into a stallion and gallops away. The whole family of these men all appear to be very mature and adult about their bullshit. You know, don't face what's just happened, transform yourself into a horse, and run away. Because that'll never come back to bite you. Anyway, that's exactly what Cronus does. And so as a result, not only is Phalera left pregnant by him, but she gives birth to Chiron, a centaur. She's so disturbed by this child that she abandons him. The women aren't always the heroes here, you know. But... Chiron is not your average centaur. While the most common ideal of these fellows is the body of a horse with the top half of a man in place of the horse's neck and head, Chiron is depicted differently. In almost all ancient Greek pottery and art, Chiron is actually depicted as having the full form of a man with the back half of a horse simply protruding off his back. It's quite freakish, actually, but it means you can usually pick out Chiron out of the other centaurs, so ultimately it's quite helpful. This is also why it's most likely that Chiron is the son of Kronos and Phalera, because otherwise, one would think he would look like the other centaurs. Also, unlike the other centaurs, he isn't a violent lunatic. Chiron is wise. Before Asclepius is the god of medicine, it's Chiron who's known for his skill in healing. Chiron lives on Mount Pelion in a cave with his wife, the nymph Chericlo. They have a number of children, though the most important is their daughter, Andias. Andias goes on to marry Aeacus and becomes the mother of Peleus, making Chiron the grandfather of Achilles himself. In that cave, alongside his wife Chericlo, who is, not surprisingly, almost never mentioned at all, Chiron goes on to train so many of the best and most famous heroes from Greek myth. Lovers of Song of Achilles will remember that cave and Chiron's teaching quite fondly. From a young age, after he's so unceremoniously abandoned by his mother, 
Chiron is taught by Apollo, who acts as a kind of father figure to the centaur. This is how he learns his skills in medicine and herbs, but also music, archery, hunting, and, importantly, prophecy. Chiron becomes so skilled in medicine and herbs that he's credited with the discovery of pharmacy and botany. He's the father of medicine, and it's Chiron who teaches it to Asclepius himself. Of course, it's not just Asclepius who's tutored by old Chiron. As you'll remember from their stories, Chiron is the teacher and mentor of so many heroes. Achilles, Aeneas, Theseus, Jason, Perseus, the man taught them all. He's also the inspiration for the character of Philoctetes, Phil, in Disney's Hercules. While Phil is a satyr and not a centaur, the implication is obvious. Chiron is the most distinguished version of Phil's character, much less the comic relief that comes with casting Danny DeVito. But in the end, Chiron is cursed by his immortality. During one of Heracles' labors, when he set out to defeat the Arimanthian boar, he rests on Mount Arimanthus. There, Heracles stays with another centaur, Pholus, who's the only other one vaguely like Chiron. He, too, is not a rapey lunatic. And so he houses Heracles. But... Other centaurs, the bad ones, become attracted to the smell of the wine that Heracles drinks with Pholus. Heracles defends himself against the crazy pack of centaurs and pursues them. While they are running from Heracles, they shelter in Chiron's cave. He takes them in as a fellow centaur-ish character, as he doesn't know what or who they're running from. When Heracles finds them, he attacks He has with him a bow with arrows tipped with poison. As he's attacking these other centaurs, Chiron is hit by an arrow. The poison courses through his body, but he doesn't die. He's immortal, unlike the rest, as he's the son of Cronus and Philera. So instead of death, the wise and noble Chiron is tormented. Pain shoots through him, unending and unimaginable pain. Without the resulting death, he so wishes he could have. Finally, after Heracles frees Prometheus from his centuries of torment, Prometheus takes from Chiron his immortality, taking with it the excruciating pain of the poison, and Chiron is gifted with death, and Prometheus once again finds himself the savior of the innocent. Chiron, so beloved by the heroes he mentored, and so revered for his skills in healing, is placed in the stars as a constellation, the archer, the centaur, Sagittarius. On the next mini-myth, his most influential protege, Asclepius. Oh, friends, thank you all for listening to the second episode in our series on the stories behind the Zodiac constellations. Next up, two mini-myths from now, Capricorn, which a cursory Google tells me will be very, very tricky to form a story around. So, you know, stay tuned for whatever I figure out to do there. To the Spotify listeners, thank you infinitely for your patience. I have every hope that by the time I release this episode, you will actually all be able to listen on that platform, since most of you are there anyway. 
Thank you for your patience. Damn technology. Please, friends, rate and review and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen. Ideally, review on iTunes, even if you don't listen there, because that's how more people find this podcast and join us all on this crazy, crazy journey. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Rate and review if you like this podcast. If you don't, you know, it's fine if you keep it to yourself. You're all the best. I'm Liv. I love this shit. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. 
Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.